0: Hello and welcome to the It's All Cobblers To Me preview show. I'm Danny Brothers and later on I'll be talking all things Grimsby Town with Alex from the DN35 podcast ahead of the weekend. But first, there's a match to digest from Tuesday night. And to help me do that, Charles Commons is here. How are you doing, Charles? That's it. That's, that's, right. that's the game digested and we'll move on.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, it was frustrating. Oh, it really it? was. I think that's the word, frustrating. I think the last three games in general have been frustrating, but that was like the ultimate frustration.
1: My issue is, and I know that I'm going to get a Peltis for this, <laughs> but my issue is, is that I'm not finding it entertaining. I'm finding myself sat there, and it gets to sort of 60 minutes, and I just go... The telly's now just on, or the game's just on, on you know, in the background. Mm. I'm, I'm not actually. I'm, I'm I'm too scared to turn it off in case something does happen. But at the same time, I'm spending more time doing other things, like l- looking at my phone, or you know, whatever it might be, doing a puzzle, yes. <laughs> reading a book, whatever it might be. I'm 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 more entertained by doing that than I am watching the game. And mm. I know that's easy to say when you're watching it on iFollow and you're not in the stand. But uh, yeah, I just it just like I don't know how much there is to say about the game. No,
0: me, I mean I'll I thought honest. we we had a good first 20 25 minutes. I thought we were showing a lot more than we did on Saturday. It was yeah, it agree. seemed to be attacks with purpose, everything like that. It was going on. Guther's nearly scores. It could have been a different story or that kind of thing. But then we just like again, just seems to get found out, didn't we? And as soon Averted as converted
1: to type, yeah. is what I felt. Yeah, and as, soon,
0: that, as soon as Wimbledon found out what we were doing, they stopped us, and we didn't have a, another plan to to get through them. And then it was just.
1: I, yeah. I think it's it, very similar to what happened on Saturday against Rochdale mm-hmm. in that second half, where it felt like we were just too safe constantly. So rather than playing that ball that might have split the defence or, you know, set a winger free, mm-hmm. whoever it was that was on the ball, whether it was Koyki or, you know, Leonard or Sauber, whoever it was, would instead put their foot on the ball and then pass it back or sideways. Mm-hmm. Now, I get recycling possession, you know, is better than giving the ball away, <laughs> but I just want them to take the risk. And I think that's what John Brady was talking about after Saturday's game, about them being braver. Because I think maybe there's something there that just is... I don't know. I was having a very interesting conversation with um, a business coach today. And we were talking... She's an Everton fan. So she she actually, when I was talking to her about the Rochdale game last night... Uh, felt like it was a very similar situation to to Everton in terms of they aren't looking to attack that much or they certainly weren't looking to do that under Lampard. And she actually made the suggestion of, okay, it might be that they're not being brave, but what's causing that? Are they getting berated for doing something wrong. So therefore, Mm. rather than try something that might go wrong, they take the easy option, which is to make a, make a simple pass that can't go wrong or is less likely to go wrong Mm. so that they therefore don't get shouted at by either the fans or somebody From I'm not suggesting anybody is doing this, by the way, I'm just, it was just a suggestion that was made is that there's some kind of psychology there. And It it kind of drew me also to the bit with, you know how like with the pre-match interviews that we're getting and and they're quite often similar things, tough Mm -hmm. test awaits or, you know, it's going to be a challenge or whatever. Mm -hmm. I get what that is for. It's to try and temper expectations in the fan base, right? Mm -hmm. But the person I was speaking to said, yeah, but the players will see that. So what does that say to the players? Are the players then going and seeing that and going, oh, well, if it's going to be a tough test, then, then maybe we're not expected to win. I do Yeah, but I think just, that's gone just on for years Subconsciously... Though, yeah it does but I just wonder whether it, it plays it's an interesting
0: question mm. I, I'm just yeah I don't I mean I don't know, think it, the manager's ever going to come out and say oh yeah we're going to piss it
1: <laughs> but, no no but, they're not no and I agree yeah that that would be silly to do because then you're giving them their team talk to yeah, them, yeah. stick on the wall post match and say go out there and prove him wrong kind of thing mm. but there's got to be some kind of happy medium I Yeah, think. yeah, and you know, there are ways. I'm sure there must be a way of being able to at least put it out there, mm. even if
0: the actual interview
1: is still saying the same sort of thing. Maybe mm. there's just a way of putting a more positive.
0: Yeah, thing that's on a, it. that's what you want to kind of go into the match thinking. Yeah, we can win this, rather than like. Mm you know, it's going to be, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a slog, blah, 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 they're going to be men behind the ball. We know what they're going to do, all that kind of stuff. You want to, you want us to find solutions to it and like, no, trust in our ability to, to get past them. And I don't do that at the minute. And I just think every attack we make, I'm just thinking, oh, I don't think this is going in. I don't get excited when we're going forward anymore. And, something's dropped off we've we've lost some kind of mojo there somewhere in terms of attacking play and we, we need to get it back really really quickly and there's time to do it and there's other teams dropping points thankfully at the same time I mean what happened to Carlisle on Tuesday I had no idea but that that's kind of helping us a little bit but I just want us to to kind of take the ball by your own sometimes because we know from the frustration from me and I think Jake Sharp mentioned it in to John Brady afterwards in the interview it's we know that they're good enough. We know that they can produce mm. great performances, like the one at Bradford or the the battling performance against the Orient. Some of the away performances we put on this season, we know they can do it. We know they're good enough, and that's the that's the frustration for me that we know how good they are, and mm. they've got to just carry it on. But um, I, do, I do what we've got to mention that in the interview before we move yeah. on. to look ahead to the Mm. weekend um some interesting quotes from john brady afterwards um talking about what if one of the big chances goes in the game's one nil and people come away thinking it's a great performance Uh, i I I mean i kind of get where he's coming from in terms of if it's one nil we come away happier whether we come away thinking it's a great performance yeah i'm not sure about that one
1: had had he said um we get the we get the one nil win and people go away thinking it's a great result. Yes. Yeah. Then yes, good, yeah. I think the word performance, no. Mm. I, I, you know, because it wasn't a still... great performance. I would say it was a, a I don't think it was a poor performance. Okay. Overall, in general, I don't think it was a poor performance. But it certainly wasn't great. Yeah. And, and that's the third
0: time row we've said that, I think, isn't
1: it? Yeah. yeah so. And that that that's the thing. Yeah. So, I think I think maybe slightly wrong choice of words. I kind I, I see what he's saying and what he means by it, but I don't think it was the right choice of word mm. in terms of performance.
0: Yeah,
1: it said result. I I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, talking about the fans booing at the end, he said I've got fans booing at the end, which is an absolute disgrace. Um, again, a different said one. a minority, it's... didn't he? Yeah, so he, he did. Go a minority, on to say a minority of, monolith, of fans yeah, booing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Uh, if i'm being honest i think i said to you guys on the whatsapp that i feel like booing at one point mm. towards the end of the second half Mm. i mean had i been there i wouldn't have done it i would have just sat there in sort of silence i think and Mm. just been a bit like well
2: well, yeah
0: and i think that that's the uh, issue isn't for brady it's people are actively booing it rather than being like "Oh, okay well that happens well, I mean, you can and you can see why well, people are frustrated. It's a lot of money to go and watch the game. It's a lot of money even to, to watch on iFollow these days. It's it's a big chunk of what of your time and your money to go and do it. Um, people want to be they will. It's football, and it and it's difficult because
1: yeah. I, I think everybody's entitled to their opinion, aren't they? And there are those people that say
0: that you know
1: they they question why people would would clap. The players off the field because I guarantee while there was a minority of fans booing there will have been some fans clapping the team off the pitch mm-hmm. now there will be other fans that will have actually turned around and said why are you clapping that performance mm-hmm. you know yes they've worked hard but that's a minimum that's a that's a bog standard requirement mm. so why are you clapping it when they haven't done the thing that we wanted to see which is basically to be entertained and, and to win the game yeah. which is another game we on paper, should win fairly comfortably. Yeah. Um. I, you know, it's it's a matter of opinion. And I think the fact is, is that, you know, obviously as manager, John Brady is very, very close to, you know, the, the, the team, the club. And yeah. he probably feels like he's been attacked and, you know, he's he's protecting his pack. Yeah. You know, and I don't blame him for that. At all, he's a very passionate guy, and that's part of the thing that we love about him being our manager. Um, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's... I wouldn't. I don't think I would have actually booed if I'd been no, there. I no, don't, I
0: don't think I have ever properly. Well, maybe Gary Johnson and stuff, but <laughs> when it's if it's <laughs> if we've been um, there was really really similar time under Calderwood, sort of every March time. I think we'd beaten Torquay one 0 We actually won that game. People were booing before that and shouting Colin to Forrest, like trying to send him off. It, trying to like say get mm. like to leave. It's it was it's nuts. And I think we just need a couple of wins now. We need to get back to about wins just to get the fans back on board again. We need like one of them moments after the game when everyone's pumping their fists. We need to do that a couple of games in the own. I think it will start to to get back into a rhythm again, hopefully. But um there was one quote that I just really wrangled with me when he said after the game, if we get automatic brilliant, if we don't, so what? I'm not too worried. We'll go again next year. And that's the one that's got me the most frustrated with with him. And I think heat at the moment probably has got to him with that. But if he's got that in the back of his head, how is that going to come across the players? How is that coming, coming across the fans? Because to me as a fan, I'm thinking, what are we doing? If you're anywhere from 12th to top or expected to be in the top half of the table, surely your aim's got to be getting in the top seven, go, going up. Surely you've got to aim for that. Surely that's gotta be the reason why you're playing and the reason why you're trying to fight to get results. I don't I just don't yeah. get it. I don't get why he, why you would have the mindset of I'm not too worried if we don't get top three. Because especially after last season, after we've all been through the Miller at Barrow and all that kind of stuff. Like I'm desperate for us to go and do it. Desperate for for this team, for Brady himself, we've talked about it before, how great it would be if he did it himself. Like I'm just thinking it's it's frustrating to hear from our manager Who's at the top to think? Ah, if it doesn't happen, you know, I'm not too worried because I feel like he sh- he sh- there needs to be that mindset from the players, which won't be trickling down if he's leading that. It, it, yeah. I just—it's frustrating to hear. Uh,
1: yeah, I think it—it's also one of those of like, well, pff, why, why, why should we bother going then? Yeah, uh, you know, if you're not looking to win, if you're not looking to get that promotion. Then, well, what's the point in us going? What are we, what are we going to? Mm. You know, where's the hope? Where's the?
0: It's uh, the, the joy, yeah. Where's that the you it's
1: get from it, sport?
0: Yeah, it's the I dreaming, isn't I it? You <laughs> dream of promotion. Yeah. You, you, this is why we go because we've had yeah. we have so much crap that once you get a, a hint of third, fourth place, you think, oh yeah, you dream of that day when you go up and you have the celebrations and the the open top bus parade for finishing second and all that kind of stuff. That. <laughs> You just. This is why we go. This is why you put in your hours. Yeah. Why you go to your Grimsby's, your Rochdale's, your, your Gillingham's on Tuesday nights and stuff. This is why you go and turn up because you want those moments of promotion. If, if you're saying I'm not too worried about it, if we don't actually achieve promotion, then and what? Do you, what, do you what think are we doing? he's?
1: Do you think that maybe John Brady has earned the right to to say it like this, though? Because if this was any other cobblers manager from the past right mm-hmm. saying that well pretty much that whole interview that yeah. he gave to Jake Sharp after the game i think would have seen any other manager that we've had previously gone
0: there would at least be a massive backlash i think and i think, yeah. I, think and yet, and I think you're there right hasn't
1: been that no. much of a backlash there's been a few there's been a few on social media that i've seen say you know that's not on or, yeah. you know, I don't agree. This is this is really like, whoa. Mm-hmm. But not as much as I would thought. Dean Austin's interview away at Man- after the Mansfield game, yeah. right? Basically turning around and saying, what do you want me to do? That lot of rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay then, pal. If, if that lot of rubbish, what do I want you to do? You might as well jog on and we'll get somebody in that thinks that they can do the
0: job. Yeah. Which
1: is what but, happened.
0: But I think that's... But bit- John
1: Brady says... Something obviously not like that, but says something that is a little bit like, "Oh, hello." Mm -hmm. That's defensive. That's properly like you've got your back up now. I think that that would be the beginning of the end for Mm -hmm. any other manager.
0: Yeah, but I think that speaks to John. I don't think it is for John Brady. I think that speaks to his character though, and what he's built up. He's built up a lot of a lot of credit, rightfully so. He's and we've praised him a lot on the Mm -hmm. podcast. I think he's a great guy. I think he's a brilliant. Person to be in charge of us at this point in time in this point of our history. There's no doubt in that. He's got passion, he's got everything we want to see yeah. on the sidelines, he's got all this, he's a great guy, he's he's still learning, his the philosophy of the club's going in the right direction, everything's right. But I think we're right to kind of bring it to the attention if something isn't quite at the level as it was before. Like there's no chance I'm saying Brady out then, like absolutely nothing no, God, will tell no. me like we need to stick with him, we need to stick with his ideas, but <sighs> I think sometimes he yeah he he'll say something that potentially was heat at the moment it, it's it's just something that he might need to address at some point otherwise I- otherwise it just gets brushed over and it, it but yeah i think he just speaks to to what he's done so far and how he's connected well with the crowd i think he just needs to yeah. needs to kind of take a step back sometimes and think if i say this how is that going to impact the the crowd that i'm getting really really connected to already
1: I'm quite surprised. I, I was very, I was shocked about it when I actually watched the the video because what the video came out about half ten at night. Yeah. So, you know, most people will have been home from the game that had been, you know, so therefore, most people had the opportunity at that time to see it before they went to bed. I've got a feeling that most people probably just stayed away from social media <laughs> after that game. There weren't <laughs> that many people. We had quite a few three word reviews come in, but quite um, <laughs> a few one word reviews, all of which as well. were negative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite a few of those, um, but I was shocked by by it, and I ch- I made the decision that actually I'm not going to react to this, yeah, until tomorrow, until like we're recording now, because emotions were were clearly high for John Brady, and I think they were clearly high for me as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the frustration was still there after the performance mm-hmm. and the result, so, so therefore. I was like, no, I, I need to take stock of it. And I think, though obviously, I'm not going to put words in his mouth or anything like that, but I think he might. Or, mm, I, I don't think he would say that again if he had the opportunity. I think
0: he might just reword it a little bit. I think it's probably not exactly what he meant, is it? But it, I think, yeah, you're right. I, I hours he going to say,
1: We'll, you know, if we don't get automatic, so what? We'll go and win the playoffs. (laughs) If he'd have said that, (laughs) if he'd have said that, we'd all be going, Yes, John, go on, lad. But because he just went and and (laughs) almost just sort of said, Well, if we don't get automatic, we're not going to win the playoffs (laughs) because we're Northampton Town. (laughs) So therefore, you know, we'll just go again next year. It all felt a bit deflate it and we'd yeah. already been deflated yeah, and, yeah, and yeah this was like this was like the very end of the deflation of the the balloon you know you've done the whole fly <laughs> around the room it, we've now landed and then all of a sudden there's just that last little yeah. <sighs> just to finish it off yeah
0: oh dear there was one thing that i did agree with well probably more than one but there was one main thing i agreed with. he, he was talking about other teams going and bye 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 didn't he and it's like sort of hammering the desk down and but he said we, yeah we look after <laughs> <and sing. laughs> but we look after what we've got and nurture them what else do they want to see and i think that's that's the, the philosophy coming into it again i think yeah i think that's right i think that's fine for him to say that And i think that that's the way that he's been doing it, the way that recruitment committee has been doing it, it's been great. We've seen a little bit of a spark of, of people like Honda Mark coming in yesterday, did all right. Is he's, he's clearly got a philosophy of bringing people in and developing them, nurturing them. Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't want to see that change because I think we've been so long. We've been signing journeyman. We've been signing players like we would have done with, um, with Matty Stevens. Like he would have been someone who would have been like straight in on loan. But when I watched him against play for Walsall, I thought that's exactly the type of player we've injury injury prone, sort of done it in the past, but not quite done it yet. Danny Hilton's probably the outlier in that <laughs> to say, but for the majority, I do agree with that yeah. with what you're saying, and I think we do part of us does have to be a little bit patient with what we've seen because it's a it's an evolving thing, and it it is different to any other part of our recent history. I think.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that, and I think when he said it, I was I was yes, okay. I, I completely see what you're saying and where you're coming from with that. Mm-hmm. Not a problem at all. Um, there are bits and pieces where I sort of think, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm literally on the website now because I just want to double check this. Mm-hmm. I'm looking through. Um, so hopefully this gives me of course, it won't give me ages. I'll have to work it out from date of birth. Brilliant. Thanks very much. <laughs> ntfc.co.uk. That was a great help. Uh, so, sourby born in 95. What's that make him? Danny, you do the maths for me. Um,
0: 95, that make him 27, 28.
1: Okay, so prime. 27 is prime, let's sort of say. I right, would, well, you know, maybe start of the prime. Pinnock, 94. So, prime... <laughs> Um, I think we forget that Sean McWilliams is still quite young
2: because
1: mm-hmm. uh, he's been around the team for so long. Um, what's Sam now? Is Sam just turned 30, I think, hasn't I think. Like that, yeah. Um, you know, Louis young. Danny Hilton's about 75. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, he's got a point. You know, the squad is young. Mm. You know, there is a smattering of older heads in there. But, on the whole, it's very, very youthful. So are we saying that actually what we need to do as fans is to reduce our expectations a little bit?
0: I mean, yeah, or possibly. Not, I, mean, I don't want to, but possibly. I have seen this league, and this league makes me think we've got a chance to get out of it. Because we've got the team above us losing 4-0 at home. That's, yeah. It, it, it happens. And I think, we, like I said yeah. before, we, need, we just need those couple of wins to get back in. Uh, but yeah, it's I mean, it, those, it's, yeah, it's I hard. Mean, it? Cause you, you think at the start of the season, if they if they say that at the start of the season we're developing players, we're going to bring them through. It might not go our way all the time. Though we might be a lot of up and downs. Fine, but to me, after what happened last season, I think we've got to we've got to at least give it a, give it a go and try and get behind them. And yeah, I I, I, I
1: started this pod. I started with real frustrations and wanting to vent. Right, yeah. I feel like I've you, got to this point. And, you know, we're just about to take an ad break. But I've got to this point and I now feel more reasonable. Yeah, I'm very annoyed at myself.
0: <laughs> you were writing a blog, weren't you, at some point? I was. <laughs> yeah. I was writing a
1: blog at the start of this pod. And, and now I'm actually like, oh, no, I kind of agree. Okay, fine. <laughs> I've managed to talk myself out of being frustrated and annoyed somehow.
0: Roll on, Grimsby. Roll it on. Roll it on. Do we need to take an ad break?
1: Yeah, let's take an ad break. I mean, not that there'll be an ad there, but you know, <laughs> we better add. Do let's keep let's keep the people at um, Sports Social Podcast Network happy, shall we? Yeah, ad.
2: At LuckyLandSlots.com, available to players in the U.S. excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Welcome back. Uh, let's move on to the weekend now. As we welcome Grimsby Town to Sixfields, and to help me and Charles look ahead to that, please welcome to the It's All Cobblers To Me Preview Show from the DN35 Podcast, Alex Green. How are you doing, Alex?
3: Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, this is this is the sound of someone else who's been burned by a midweek action like we've just been we talking lo- about
3: we lost to gillingham i went to <laughs> gillingham which i didn't even know existed i think it was like one of those places like flat earthers believed australia was fake <laughs> and and um it's like okay actually people go to this i just don't and any team that plays craft workers gold music should be immediately relegated
0: Oh, goal um, music in general, to be fair.
3: Yeah, but work especially, because that was like, <laughs> it sounds a little bit like crowd. And hey, um, to be yeah. fair, did did they set
1: fireworks off?
3: <laughs> no, they didn't. I
1: think do that. what you we, could be
3: referring to, Charles.
1: No, no idea. No idea.
3: <laughs> we do that. That happens at Blundell Park, but it's mostly the drug, uh, drug lords around there announcing <laughs> they've got their stash in. Uh, (laughs) which is apparently not what everybody knew about it (laughs) it's like taking my wife from wife born and bred in Surrey around Grimsby firstly she wanted me to take her to the um like she wanted to see someone on Spice so we had to drive around for about uh, all of three minutes to find someone and then um then the fireworks go off go, oh yeah drugs are in she goes what do you mean so yeah that's why yeah (laughs) (laughs) was it was it Grimsby who that vlogger went to
1: a few weeks ago, and then went round to all the, on a Sunday, went round somewhere
3: closed. Was that Grimsby? Oh, was it was a New Year's Day. Yeah, yeah, it was a New
1: Year's Day. Yeah, 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 that was it.
3: And he was like, it's all shut. I was like, it's New Year's Day. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's shut on the 2nd as well. That hasn't opened <laughs> since 96, but yeah. And I did, I did, I did point at him. And I've got to forget, like, the podcast does have, like, you know, town fans like to get riled up. It's a bit like, you know, your brother... He's a prick, but he's your prick, and you won't (laughs) won't allow anyone else to say it. And he did come back and apologise, but it's like, it's not the Grimsby's a shithole. It's like, well, it's just the same as every provincial town, apart from it doesn't have a Nando's, and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just got got lots of fish and chip places instead.
0: Who needs Nando's when you've got copious
3: amounts of fish, eh? There you go.
1: I had
0: a great trip up to Grimsby on the, what was it? I think it was our first away game, wasn't it? That's a good day day to to come. come. Yeah, it was a great day. I mean all the excitement's still up. I, I enjoyed the little um, bar in the away end. That was great. Like dug oh, into Scott's. the stands. Is that what it's called? Yeah. But yeah, it's lovely. Loved it. Um Do they still do two pint- two pints in there? Or um, they oh, I thought stopped. Oh as No, he gets
3: drunk after one.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> done. Yeah. One one getting son, I'm gone. Um but no. Uh, they
3: used to do two pinters. and you can tell we've been promoted and relegated. So because it's such a random assortment of like yeah, football accoutrements in yes, there, yes. So it's, it's like it's like Histon and Derby and Newcastle and then Dorking and whatever else. It might <laughs> yeah,
0: be. I think there's like Oxford City right next to Stourbridge, and both of them were not to start in the FA Cup. So we kind of walked in yeah. and were like bombarded with our past. Oh, we I thought put, you had done it on purpose. So.
3: We put them up top, yeah, and uh, yeah. Don't, don't even. <laughs> Don't even start me on Andy Woodman.
0: (laughs) I'll come to that later.
3: Yeah, "Yeah, please do. Because I'm happy. I'm not one of these. When we got relegated again, because we've been there already. (laughs) It's like, I'm ready for it. Let's go. I'm not above all this. Right. And Woodman hates us. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely hates us. I don't, you ever saw that video of him going, no, I hate them. Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 we, yeah. We, we, yeah, we played them and it was in October and it pissed it down and it's, you know, it's Gillingham. So there's no roof. Um, and it was biblical rain and we lost three ones. First time any of us had seen like a 4g pitch. And so the ball was just skating off like Bambi on ice and they were just twatting it from 35 yards and each one was going in top bins and, um, they made an effort to run from like proper Adebayor over to like 700 fans on a Tuesday night who are soaked to the bone just to goad us. And then Andy Woodman, it's a bit like Chelsea. They're away dug out He's like right behind us as well. So he's turning around like, like, what have we done to Bromley? <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone goes, oh, he was the guy that um, uh, Kevin Donovan rounded in 98. I said, so. okay, well
0: is the one that missed the that saved a penalty right that's that's what yeah, yeah. I don't remember anything else is that on
3: a mug is it that's it yeah, we're yeah.
0: <laughs> we are terrible at penalties at Wembley yeah it gets to us. <laughs> we spoke to um we had a 97 reunion um last year we spoke to him when we were kind of Asking him, "Will you ever come and manage us?" And he said, "Oh, one day, one day, didn't he?" It was kind of like, "Yeah, it's it's one of the come away from he the buffet, Andy. Come talk so. to us." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. So <laughs> you might you might well come up against him again one day in, in our colours. That that'll be fun.
3: Oh, when he gets fired from Bromley, I'm going full tilt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's doing all right, I think so far.
3: Yeah, yeah. There's, there's only so much you can do. It's, Bromley's a leisure centre that's got out of hand, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, but, i like it because <laughs> you know like brentford starts singing like owning that um bus stop in wherever it is oh yeah, yeah. Um, song it's Do you like think that's what they're going to start singing in a few years time yeah when when exactly like it's, One.
3: It's, and steven it should start singing we're in a lay
0: on the m1 because that's all yeah, it is yeah Bromley will start singing with what was it Leisure centre gone wrong. Just,
3: yeah, yeah, Leisure yeah. centre too oh, much. Yeah, come, come on, is, you got to yeah. get off the pitch. You got to get off the pitch at 10. The Cubs have got it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Let, let's um, let's talk about your like coming back into the league. Much changed since you come back, do you think? No, that's still that, shit, <laughs> it? it's
3: like, you know, is, we're in,
2: yeah,
3: we're yeah, in yeah. Division 4. <laughs> it's like it's the most half-hearted. It was an incredible playoff. It really was, but it was oh, yeah. like winning bullseye. Like, <laughs>
2: it's like, this is amazing
3: what have we won. You get to go to Gillingham and you yeah. get to go to Harrogate. It's yeah. like brilliant. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I mean, I, I would not advise. Non-league's pretty good for a bit of a laugh, but after six years ago, and this is this is a this is not funny anymore. I want to go home. Yeah. I just want to yes. play in the ground with two tiers and a, <laughs> and a roof. <laughs> but... What was but, the first
0: yeah. game when you when you came back in where you just realised oh it's not all it's not all I lived at I thought it was kind of thing. What well, was you first home yeah. game against us? Yeah, but no I mean, I was say. we did that. <laughs> yeah. oh, was, for that was that sake, enough? Was North it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> them yeah. again.
3: It was uh, the first. Uh, do you know what, the one of the first ones? That, so the first time we came back, I think it was Morecambe, which yeah. said a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the first last time round because twice, fuck, fuck knows how, and then um, and. Um, and then there was we had Derby like in the, the in the EFL Cup. And you got all these poor kids, these poor kids who are like 20, and they're all like, you know, taking pictures at Derby. And you're going, <laughs> is this how far we have fallen? That this is, the, this is the players going around taking photos. We used to have that at Blundell Park. They'd come around and all the players for like, I don't know, we would just come up would start taking pictures of like the two tiered stand, and like take it. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like their Twitter header the next week, and they'd inevitably win. We played, we played Braintree, I think third game in non-league back in 2010, and we got dicked five 0 And it's just incomprehensible. He's just like, what is? I don't even know what that is. Like, I don't even know. I, I even now, I can't bring the words to sort of describe what it was. Well, coming back, it's nice. But it's still. I'm so good. It's still fourth division football, <laughs> it's like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and we can't really. We football has moved on a long time since we were half decent, but it does feel a bit like, come on, <laughs> like we've got a bit of way to go yet. Yeah. <laughs> finishing finishing above Harrogate should not be our. We should not be goals to achieve.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you
1: uh, like when? Because you imagine that. With a lot of other clubs, so for example, um, Oxford United, uh, Bristol Rovers, I'll say it, Danny, I'm sorry. Um, you know, the, these are these are teams that have been relegated to the conference or National League, come back after a, a year, couple of years in, in Oxford's case, and have then, you know, they, they've used that as a launch pad and right. they've got promoted again and they're, you know, I mean, Oxford are... An established League One side now, and have been for what four or five years, and yet Grimsby, first time you came up, you just, just went back.
3: See you later. With
2: yeah, our fun. chairman,
3: <laughs> our chairman was a prick, and um, he. Um, we had Podrick Amund, who scored all those goals for Newport. Bogle. Mm. Uh, we had uh, a, a massively decent squad, and he just, you know, fuck off. I think Podrick Amund left over fifty quid extra a week. Um, wow. And he'd scored 37 goals for us the season before. And he wasn't tested. He wasn't proved and tested in the might of League Two. So he was allowed to go off and score against Spurs for Newport. Um, <laughs> and um, Bogle Bogle was going to go at some point anyway. But I think because all of a sudden everything was around him, he'd become the talisman, which was great for him. But also he was just, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't for him anymore. <laughs> and our, our entire team and all that goodwill just evaporated straight away. And it'd come off the back of the fans after Bristol after losing to Bristol Rovers in the final. We shouldn't have lost because the referee was a bell end. Um, we we raised like over a hundred grand. Like, go on, take the money, have it, use it for whatever you need it to. Um, and uh, <laughs> I think we bought Anthony Streaker, who was dog shit, but we like to think we bought Omar <laughs> Bogle. And um, and then it just all that goodwill evaporated immediately because he just we came back to a new team of randoms. And um, we we kind of frittered around, but it was just that guy was on such a different level. And then we got taken over in the January of the season. We were relegated, and by then the damage was done. Like Holloway is a bell end. Um, he just you know made it up all the from the stops from the spot. Some of the stuff he did was incredible. He hired a he hired a um, goalkeeping coach who lived in a caravan uh, for twenty four hours before he was sacked. <laughs> <laughs> um And uh, or oh, before he left, uh, which was just uh, out for like five days before he said he was going to stay, um which is great. He didn't stay in the end, but he just, he bought people from like Aberystwyth and Folkestone Invictus or whatever they're called, and mm. it was just random. And um yeah, it was all just a mess, and he's gone. And these new guys are all right. They 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 say the right things. They're doing the right things, but we've come up a season or two far too early, and we're not ready yet. So we're not ready to bounce on again. <laughs> We don't have that striker that everybody in non-league finds, Um, and um, we we don't have a striker. Full stop. (laughs) Um, But um, uh, yeah, it's um, so. It's um, we'll stay up this season. Uh, I don't think it'll be pretty, um, but it's whether or not that's enough. But it's um, we haven't finished above 14th in League Two since 2006, which is heartbreaking. Um, so anything above that for me, and I'm, I, you know, I'm like that meme of the bloke third place on the podium with champagne. in Is that
0: has that changed since the start of season? you like expectations and things like that. Do like, because I assume, like from what I think of when I see teams come up, I always think they're a bit Billy Big bollocks. They're gonna go, they're gonna go for it again because no team seems to go straight back down very easily. But d- did you have a kind of feeling that you might start a little bit better and? for the playoffs and things
3: or we started we started well we started all right actually um and it's sort of around christmas where the wheels have come off uh but um i was i'm on i think that um that sort of whole you come up from non-league and you're decent is actually a bit of a myth if you look back at the last few clubs that have come up barrow harrogate Mm. macclesfield ourselves um it's it's not often they go up, even Stockport struggled to begin with, and now it's only now they're sort of finding their legs and they've been able to spend they outspend the vast majority of us. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a bit of a misnomer when you talk about coming up from non-league and you're ready. One th- one of the few advantages of having two up, two down is you do know at least the team that's coming up has got their shit together, yeah, and um they're ready to sort of attack. Um, and I think that's I think that's right, but the way we came up was just bollocks it just it made no sense to, to piss on Wrexham's crown. was so funny and but Notts County I disliked even more they were 1-0 up with a couple of minutes to go and they're over the tannoy they were saying like please don't encroach on the pitch don't invade the pitch someone was coming up going like how many can we get a Wrexham away and all that sort of stuff and um yeah it was quite nice and they restricted us because you know at Notts County you can basically take what you want can't you because they, they yeah. don't fill it and they restricted us to like 2,000, 1,800 tickets instead of like the 4,000 we used to get because, you know, it makes it easier for them. And um, yeah, it was just, that was that was funny. But yeah, we just came up so early. I don't think any of us were expecting it. And we only lost Ben Fox to you guys. So that mm. says something. But um, we just don't. We just don't. We can't find a striker. It's very hard to persuade someone to move to Grimsby. I think is the main <laughs> thing. It's like, you start watching Channel Five documentaries on poverty porn, and please just come and play for us with it. <laughs> you can. You can buy a five-bedroom house for three hundred quid a
0: week. Just please. <laughs> 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 Has that always been an issue? Julie. you think? Like, so yeah, see, it's definitely. See, I don't see, even think see it's so Alan just... Connell wanted to wanted to go and.
3: Yeah, well, it's interesting, isn't it? It's just. I don't think it's necessarily that Grimsby's a shithole, which I don't think it is. I think it's massive. I think we've got a huge, like, it's around an area of outstanding national beauty. It's on the coast. It's got a beach, which, you know, not many places can boast. Uh, and as such it's got a decent yeah exactly <laughs> shove that up your lift, lift tester, lift and tower. smoke yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. um, and um, you know it's not you've got some really nice places and obviously it's dirt cheap so for division four footballers it's good but i just think it's because it's so far you're basically on the road for an hour before you get anywhere um and i think that's our problem i think you guys sort of hit the sweet spot
1: mm-hmm.
3: um you sort of you know close enough to London that people can go down for a couple of hours and, you know, far enough away that it's not so debilitating on a on a, yeah. on a a mortgage for a Division 4 footballer.
0: Mm. we still like a find a striker, though. It'd be nice. Yeah, well, so. that would be nice. I think we'd all tell our predictions coming up later <laughs> on.
3: Everybody, but the, it doesn't make sense, the strikers, though. This is the problem. Like, you're never going to bring anyone in that anybody's heard of, because if you yeah. have, their shit yeah. and they're journeymen. Yeah. or it's just going to be a bloke who's the only player that I really wanted was Matty Langstaff at Darlington about 18 months ago and look how well he's doing. Yeah. I'd quite like Scott Pollock from Boston, so hands off. Um and I'd quite like um <laughs> I'd quite like Inia, Inia Effiong who's just moved to Dagenham and Redbridge. Oh, okay. Um he's just, you know, a big brute that goes up front. Um but I think you also get to that point. I don't know how you guys would feel. What would you feel like if you brought a guy in from non-league like the striker how would you? How would your fan base re- react to that? Well, no, I, so it did happen
1: a couple of seasons ago, didn't it, when we brought in Matty Warburton, who had scored, what, was it 40 goals in a calendar year for Stockport? In, in like, National League North, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and um, we brought
1: him in. And to be fair, everyone, at that point for us, it was like, well, we'd been saying it for ages, because you've got to... The thing is with us is that our derby game against Peterborough, so... Peterborough, being the team that they are and the club that they are, have taken numerous amounts of talent out of non-league
2: who have so, then yeah. gone
1: on and, and become like multi-million pound transfers up That's what to, they to us. Championship Premier League. So for a long time, our fan base have gone, why don't we do what they do? I mean, it's not as easy, obviously, as just saying, no. do it. But when we did do it, so we
3: took... It went wrong, Massey Warburton. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was it was all right. I think it was more a case of it it just didn't work out. It wasn't that it went horribly wrong. He scored a couple of goals, didn't he? Um, yeah, early on. He, so, yeah. yeah, early on, and and then we we tried to do the same, although more of a winger, wasn't he, than a striker with with Ricky Corboa, yeah, who can't remember where he came from, but it was quite low down, wasn't it?
0: Um Koboa oh, was Car Shelton or something I think something like that yeah, yeah
1: so really quite low down and again he came in he scored a couple of goals but I think the step up was just a bit too far for him he went to Sutton I think yeah. and now has disappeared out of the football league it's again well it's Woking I think yeah
3: but yeah, yeah but Peterborough Peter did that to us all the time. Ryan Bennett, Siriki Dembele, yeah, they'd yeah, always yeah. come in like January transfer window is, and our ch- our chairman is like Mister, our old chairman used to be like Doctor Evil. Um, yeah. it, it used to be like a million dollars. Like yeah, I'm in. I'll have him. Uh, brilliant. Um, and um, the only one we decent did decent business on was Dembele. Like when they got promoted, we were cheering them mm. on because I think we got an extra two hundred grand out of it. Wow.
0: Uh, so um, go on Peterborough I think we're going to take a break there based on that so we'll come back and see if Alex is still here (laughs) (laughs) be beaten up
3: step into the world of power loyalty and luck I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse with family,
1: cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chompacasino.com
0: I think they kidnapped him just yet, Charles. But, He's got uh, a black eye. Yeah. He's got a warning. He's got a booking. They kidnapped like, the eight-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> let's move on, um, Alex. It has been a little bit hit and miss, like I said earlier. Five wins since mid-September. Last night... Uh, Is that you, how many? I think so, yeah. That's Shit. If Wikipedia has anything to go by. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, we'll come on to your cup run later as well. But last night, 2-1 lost to Gillingham. Lost to Colchester last week you have got games in hand, so like relegation is not going to be an issue. I don't think, but any kind of complacency, any kind of complacency (laughs) slipping in, do you think at all?
3: Yeah, everyone is. um, So Paul Hurst has been with us for in total about eight years and I'm not joking. And as such, it's a bit like a long-term relationship. Like some fans have dropped off. There's only so many times that some people are, are happy for you to load the dishwasher that way before the, like like they snap. Yeah. And, um, He's not known as being necessarily t- tactically flexible. So he's always very slow at sort of bringing substitutions on. And that's always something people hammer in it with him. We, I, I've got to give him credit in terms of we've had the shortest preseason out of everybody and we didn't know what league we were in. So that mm-hmm. would have affected us. Um, and um, January, I don't think, went as well as he'd have hoped. But um, we lost Ryan Taylor, who I think was massively underrated as a hold-up player and sort of did the business. And John McAtee has come back from his shoulder injury and has not lived up to what he was last season, um, which Luton fans will be delighted to hear. Um, and um, it's just been it's just been a shame. And it seems to me that he's bought in two or three of the similar attacking players. So um, we've got a couple of short guys who work really hard and get bullied <laughs> off the ball and um that's that's it so we got Danilo Orsi who's does really well and has done really well in the cup and the people are asking for him to play um George Lloyd has come in from Cheltenham on loan he's had a really decent game against Crew. but I don't know how I don't know if it's the same model with you but it just feels like we we throw the dice up in the air and see what loan players land and um if they're good brilliant if they're not then we you know we're doomed and I just don't think we've got I think a few players are struggling with the Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. Um, and I think we've got um, a few players who are maybe just getting a bit on and need to maybe look at being replaced. People like Luke Waterfall, perhaps Gavin Holohan and the like that might just not be up to the rigours of two games a week, which is understandable. But mm. um, it's just, it's yeah, it's just... You know, when you like, I'm sorry, like what you were saying, Charles, you used our pod as a therapy session. Mm. Uh, it's kind of the same, but Jillian, they were just so fucking thick. Like some of the stuff, you know, when you watch your plays, you're just being so stupid. Like Jillian, were just like, yeah, just have the ball. It's fine. And our switching of the play is like watching like uh, Last of the Summer Wine. Like, they stopped <laughs> They stop the ball, they lock up, they pass it to the next person who stops it, looks up and passes it. And by the time it gets to the other side of the pitch, there are 11 players there waiting for them. And and well, um, this
0: sounds familiar. Uh, yeah. yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a classic
3: on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, we had we had two shots on target yesterday. One was a, a cross come shot from our centre back who looped it up in the air and the keeper just plucked out the sky. And the other was the goal, which the keeper should have kept out. And um, it was just a header down. Um, and it was just, you know, traveling all... I, I, I live in Surrey, so I have nothing to complain about. But, you know, going to yeah, Grimsby, to Gillingham, and you two shots on target. And the people are screaming at him to make substitutions. But I'm, I'm slightly worried that he's actually just, look, he would love to make them. But I don't think he's got anyone on the bench that will affect any change. I think we I were think, a bit like that yeah.
1: last season exactly the same thing and I think the difference maybe was that our manager John Brady just uh, he admitted that and that was the that was the thing so maybe and this is one of the things that I've got a little bit of an issue with at times when it comes to football is that I think fans are sometimes treated a little bit as a nuisance and as just some something that has to be a, a, a appeased Whereas, actually, most football fans these days are quite intelligent and clued up on the game. I don't include myself in that statement before anyone writes <laughs> it. But sometimes we just actually just, just treat us with a little bit of respect in the way of turning around and going, look, I can't really bring anything off the bench to change the game because what we've got on the bench won't do that. So no. all I'll be doing is making like-for-like replacements. Um, yes, okay, it might be a, bit, a pair of fresh legs as opposed to you know ones that are seventy minutes you know tired, but it's not really going to make a difference. So last season, a lot of the time we were only making one sub the whole game, and that was to bring Danny Rose on up front just to basically throw himself to the floor and win free kicks, and that was that was it. Yeah, and all we it had in it. it. So well, <laughs> it do, yeah, it does. So I mean, maybe Hurst just needs to come out and be honest and just go, look, I haven't got anything that will change about so that you as fans have got that expectation.
3: He's reduced. he's the sort of person, we had a fans forum last week, which was so wonderfully timed for them. It was like two days after beating Luton and um Always everyone, and you know, we're a stable bunch of fans. And I think it's the club's fault, really. We're the most promoted and relegated team in football, in the football league. And so as such, I think it leaves some sort of bipolar effect on the fans, sort of manic depressive, which it's either everything is really high or really low because that's what the league looks like
2: yeah.
3: uh, to us there's no 15th there's, it doesn't exist <laughs> and um uh and uh, I think that's one of the problems so it goes from like uh, you guys are probably the same and I, it's like now everything is doom and gloom and we're looking down and I, I I'm I was like look we're going to get relegated those we've got five games in hand on some teams but if we're playing <laughs> like this it don't matter it's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, you got Gillingham have bought thirty-five players, and Colchester have bought a load of other players because they think getting into more debt is going to fix things. And um, and we're going to everyone's going to be and everyone else is going to go above us. And we, yeah. you know, we're going to be back to playing at Wealdston. Um, <laughs> and um, which, by the way, is a cracking away day. But it's still it's still Wieldston and you still <laughs> you know, it's you, non-league. You go to a nondescript part of London that you've never been before, and it all looks the same. Um, you lose. Uh, you go to a leisure centre with a four G pitch. You lose two nil, and you leave, and that's it. <laughs> that's that's non league. Uh, and um, but yeah, it's just yeah, it's just they're just not ready. Sorry, they're just mm. not rambling.
1: Shall we yeah. um, uh, congratulate you on the cup run mm. um, yeah, because I don't that ha- has? I don't know how that's happened?
0: That was like exactly the same, aren't we? We're talking to the, of their fans like mm. how they got through to what the League Cup fourth fifth round or something like beating Premier League teams and everything it's like and they're like how did we didn't even score a goal in the league so um but your running results has been amazing I've always
3: been of the opinion that the effort the FA Cup doesn't show us any respect like the piece <laughs> of tin does not actually show us any respect um and as or even when we used to be like with you like you know championship we'd get crew or stockport on slightly better form at, the, at that point point mm. lose 2-1 and then that would be it um and even this year it was like first round we've got the hardest team Plymouth running away with league one yeah dick them five one which nobody still understands (laughs) Mm. then we got it's like okay well then maybe if we get someone like Farnborough that would be quite nice and then we get Cambridge who are you know half decent lose beat them then we got right okay third round this is going to be great Man United let's make some money and get out of here and it's like no Burton and then it was the same with Luton. Luton's the only place with the ground shitter than us. <laughs> <in> like... <laughs> and um, it's like, oh, and he's like, well, Luton, come on. Like, and then we just, it's, just, it's like, a, yeah, okay, it's a championship club, but it's Luton. We were playing them like three weeks ago in like non-league. What's going on? <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: And um, yeah, and then it was amazing. And we absolutely dicked them and it was lovely. And um, we've got Southampton now. And I hoped Nathan Jones would have stayed. Because mm. that would have been mm. hilarious to to get him sacked, uh, but uh, Jesse Marsh isn't much of a, an improvement. I don't think. <laughs> it's
0: I think it's, I think it's off. And again. I think that's I think that one's off now, isn't it? No. no! Yeah, I think oh, they've said. I think they've Thing are a
3: brand bad news, Danny. <laughs> they've gone. They've <laughs> decided <laughs> to
1: just go straight to Coach Beard, Danny. That's what <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, like, they've, they've gone. They've skipped Ted Lasso and gone <laughs> to Coach Beard.
0: They've got uh, um, Paul, Paul Sturrock yeah. is interested apparently. So oh, it. no I'm joking it's not. I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: like hearing Uriah Rennie's name <laughs> <originally>. oh
0: man <laughs> do you
1: do you think Alex that yeah, with Southampton yes they're a Premier League side although might not be by the end of the season <laughs> yeah um, but was it still a little bit of a, a, a deflated tie for you because it's not a Man United or there's no, and City and Re- Arsenal, Chelsea. It's not one of them. Yes, it's Premier League, no. but it's it's Southampton.
3: Yeah, and Wrexham kept stealing, kept stealing our thunder. So <laughs> we weren't getting the TV games or the attention. Yeah, of course. Um, and um, but it's I, if I'd have cho- if I could have chosen between playing Luton or Southampton, I'd probably choose Southampton just because mm. they're in terms of t- a chance of victory. Um, so I assume we'll lose. But yeah, it's a. The, one of the things that Town fans quite like is the the only team apart from Manchester United we haven't played for so long. So I think the last time we played Southampton was like 1978 um, and Man United it's like post-war, like 1946 or something. So, um, yeah, other than that. So a lot of people who, you know, support Town and have supported Town for a long time have not played them. So they're quite mm. looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, uh, but um, it's a hell of a trek for
0: a midweek game.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, uh, is
0: that is that like an issue? Like, is that a, something you're a bit annoyed about that it's midweek? Because, like, yeah, hugely FA Cup fifth round, especially. you think weekend, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. But like for that to be a Tuesday, Wednesday night, think it like, almost gets lost a bit, doesn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Cause... And it's even for me. So yeah, near London, the last
3: train back from Southampton to London is ten o'clock at night. Yeah. So you're even like you're kicking out quite a lot of people that would want to go from the southeast um but um yeah it is a bit but i imagine we'll take four thousand or so because there's nothing else to do in grimsby mm. um so everyone will quite enjoy it um but um it'd be nice to win it you know you said do or die there's no replay or anything so no. um mm. one, that's, one that's another yeah. stinger yeah yeah you can take your fish now yeah, yeah exactly you can take them <laughs> we um the she's back we we had this thing with Barnet for a while where um, they wouldn't allow us to take inflatables or we, we had something with forest green and it meant we took loads of inflatables to Barnet in protest. And then a steward got it, hit on the head with an inflatable shark and took the fan to court for it oh, and sued him for it. So in, in return we said, right. Okay. Well, the next time we play you, we're going to bring inflatables again. They were well, no, they're, they're banned. So we thought, we got quite drunk me and trev one night and went what's the stupidest thing we can take and the idea of them like sending them away from the turnstiles so we bought a mariachi band Um, yes i've seen this yeah yeah so we 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 raised like a thousand pound in an evening and so right okay let's get this mariachi band to come along and our s and our slo who i love is so brilliant just messaged me at eight o'clock in the morning, me and Trevor goes, what the fuck have you two done?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've got to get on the phone
3: to Barnett and explain that we're bringing a mariachi band to this game. But it was brilliant. Yeah, it's great.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's great. That really is brilliant. I love that sort of stuff. Um, Shall we bring it back to Saturday, Danny? No. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what I would you like, like to know danny I feel, I feel like it's going to be an enthusiastic crowd on saturday from both ends <laughs> but but it's goals in it it's goals in it it's, go- <laughs> it's going to be a ding dong isn't it um yeah but is like is the cup run in a, in the back of everyone's head basically is it is it distracting the players you think a little bit or are you basically I, I think is it just that's mir- the conversation miraculous? let's go so we, te- we seem to have like two cup games.
3: We seem to have two teams at the moment. Mm. Um, but I think that conversation is now starting to be had. I, I haven't seen because it has been such underwhelming draws. So like, well, okay, let's get this game out of the way. Done. We've made a bit of money out of it now. Um, but um, yeah, I, I would imagine it would do. But again, it, it, it's slightly underwhelming. So you're like, well, it's not Man United away. It's not Arsenal, Spurs, whatever. So you shouldn't be getting too excited. It's Southampton. Like, mm. Um, concentrate on beating gillingham or passing the ball, um and um uh yeah so it might be if it is grow up get over it it's southampton for fuck's sake uh but um i imagine it is massively and but i fully expect to beat you guys
0: because that's how stupid it is you know lose to 23rd beat third yeah yeah always the way let's let's uh, come on to predictions then for saturday coming down for it. coming up sorry no. for you probably no, no. i've I, I twatted the alloy uh
3: in my car and dented it so thank you cambridge county council uh <laughs> so that's that's limping um so uh, i don't think i will do i think i'll be watching it from you know my house in france nice. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: ben fox is limping so he might not he might not make it a, he hasn't damaged he?
3: his polo, has he? No? I
0: don't know what no. he's done. He damaged something the other night.
3: <laughs> he damaged his
1: ankle, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. he yeah. did that on sore. purpose. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> probably, do you know what? Him, I wouldn't yeah. put it past him. But no, he, <laughs> he did look devastated as he walked off the pitch. Yeah. Um, so maybe he was really looking forward to the game on Saturday and now he did can't he... play. He's gutted. I can't
3: remember what he was like I remember seeing a video of him because d- he didn't play in the first game did he he was injured then as well he wasn't yeah he? I think he was no, injured yeah. Like yeah. at the start of the season yeah yeah but I think there was an image of him there and he was grinning I was like I, th- I felt a little bit like he was like oh I'm on the wrong side of this party for today but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, good on him um, yeah. he's a cracking player look after him because he's he's brilliant he's great it's been it's been both amazing. off and on us yeah um, so predictions for for Saturday then Alex what are you going for?
3: Uh, well um, uh, lose uh, 2-0 tw- uh, yeah let's go with 2-0 loss that'll be good I, see. <laughs> I
0: love that everyone <laughs> comes on here and predicts a win for their team so that's refreshing
3: yeah everyone, everyone so, does they always yeah. say oh well I can't I can't I
1: can't not bet against
0: me on team yeah, yeah.
3: yeah and, I, I yeah. do it's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> we
0: we'll get you on every week we,
3: we didn't win for 25 games once I made a fortune <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I think based oh, on God, our conversations, true. I'm going nil-nil. I can't, I can't go anywhere, anywhere else. Um, so Both go teams, teams Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Charles,
1: Danny, Danny, you're so, you're so
0: negative. Danny. So negative. You're so, so
1: negative. negative. <laughs> it's a disgrace. Yeah.
0: Um, um, God, Charles, go, go for a ding gun go... then. Put it out three-three. <laughs> no, I'm not. Come I'm on. not
1: going that. I'm not going that far the other way. Uh, <laughs> I will go for a one-nil smash and grab victory for the cobblers. Smash and grab. I'm...
3: I thought you were going to say cod heads then. No, God, no. <laughs> couldn't,
1: couldn't couldn't, do that. Um, yeah, no, I think we'll win 1-0. I th- I think it will be the scrappiest of scrappy goals that you've seen. Yeah. But it's got to go in somehow. It so, And us. it will. Good. No, I, I, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that if we score early, that seems to be our problem, right? If we don't score early, we don't score full stop. Yeah. Whereas I think if we do score early, if we take one of those early chances that we do seem to create, then I think that changes things a little bit. It sounds,
3: it sounds like it would be like the Simpsons thing of stop, stop. He's already dead. Yeah. Um, uh, But I'll promise you this: if we are leading with sixty-five minutes to go, our (laughs) keeper will go down with cramp.
0: Oh, absolutely.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He he is. yeah, brilliant. He will go down with cramp, and I'm going to absolutely love it. And, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Right. So that's that's what we need to do. Is everybody needs to take either some salt tablets with them to throw at the goalkeeper when he goes down with cramp. Have one of Get up.
3: <laughs> he won't catch him in the form he's in. <laughs> oh, oh so that was a low blow i'm <laughs> sorry max you made a decent it's so, uh,
0: i don't think you'll be listening <laughs> uh, alex thank you so much for joining us um quickly plug Thanks, your guys. podcast before before you go where, where can we find it
3: yeah Oh, yeah. Um, it's on, you know, the places where you download podcasts. Uh, nice. It's n 35 because we're not big enough to have our own postcode. Um, <laughs> and it's just people rambling about town, which is wonderful. If you want to hear uh, a club worse off than you, then feel free.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> G- give it a listen. Uh, thanks, Alex. Thanks. So we much. don't win
3: as many awards as you lot. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: cheers, Alex. We'll speak to you again thanks, soon. Hope from, hopefully not next season, but we'll see. Um, Charles, thank you for joining me. <laughs> thank you the trophy says thank you as well alex yeah. <laughs> it's because you went for three words and we went for four you were more yeah, yeah, concise yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could have your three and a half word reviews after this one yeah.
3: <laughs> one word
2: yeah, yeah,
0: that's all you need get them in but um yeah thanks everyone for listening we'll be back with all our thoughts on this what sounds like it's gonna be a classic on tuesday we'll see you then
2: Podcast Network. 18 plus.